0: But the commonwealth of the people that are driven by one thing, hey, can I help you get better? You know, that's really what it is. I mean, I know if I can help you get better, then I can get better. Absolutely. You know, and we buy into that and it's valid. Yeah. And I think
1: everybody in that group, you don't get to that level of drive and determination without having to come and come without having come from somewhere else. You don't start. It's very rare that I find um, who was wealthy growing up, who has a high level, high drive, it's somebody like like you or I that had maybe maybe things didn't work out so good early on. And you know, you're know you trying to figure out a way out of this hole. You know there's something better for you. You're thinking, I know I deserve better. I know my family deserves better. But how do I do it? So you put yourself in a room. I mean, I did, if I knew this, this world existed, Arte, years ago, I mean, it, it didn't. But if it did exist years ago, I'd have been in it then too. But- Welcome to the Land Life Podcast with your host, PJ Riley, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Land Life Podcast. My name is PJ Riley. Guys, if you're getting value from this podcast, make sure you like, subscribe, leave five stars. Um, if you get a chance, and if you really feel like it, if, if what Jason says is resonating with you, man, uh, leave us a review. Leave us like a two sentence review, man. Jason's podcast was awesome. That guy was a beast. Uh, I had so much fun. Um, something like that. Nothing crazy. You don't got to get, you know, you don't need any any poetry here. Just write me a little review. Come on, dude. All right, man. Um, guys, real quick too. I want to say something. Uh, if, uh, we, know, we, we talk about the land business a lot on this podcast. If you're interested in the land business, but you're thinking, you know what? I got a full-time job. I got too much going on too much on my plate, but I still want to kind of be a part of it. Shoot me a message and, um, I'll kind of explain to you how you can be a part of that without having to do the day-to-day, uh, work. So guys, today we got we got a big guest, and when I mean big, I mean this dude's big. He makes makes me look small. Um, so I stood next to this guy. Was it last week? We were at, at Top Golf in St. Louis, and um, dude, he's a beast, man. This guy is. Yeah, he he looks like we could be about the same size on this picture, but when he stands up, he's got me by at least I don't know four inches, five inches, something like that, and like thirty pounds. He's, he's all muscle too. No, he's a beast. Look at, look at that Jesus and and way more tattoos than me so um Amen. all right Jason Scott Davis member of RRT you know we kind of we, we kind of met through RRT it's like our, our networking group that we're both part of um he's got a really kick-ass story and uh yeah so I mean there's so many things too what really struck me is when I saw your bio was I don't know if I want to laugh or just or, or like it just shocks you I mean 75 court appearances 78 years of sentencing I mean that's like this that's like your 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 uh, your stats, but man, but man, now I talk to you and you're talking eight million dollars in uh in real estate in a fund or in, in a trust. I'm like, good god, this guy's he's a he's a beast. You're all over the place. So, Jason, tell us about kind of about you. Bring us how
0: about this? Take us back, catch us up to speed on where we're at now. So I'm sitting I'm sitting in this car and uh and I got this big bag of dope and it's got eighty four grams in it and one of the little packages falls on the floor. About the time I pay this guy and his cop pulls up. And uh and he says, Who's driving that car? Well, I didn't know it. They were down there, uh, we was down there developing this house of uh, the Airbnb I showed you, and uh, and the car was stolen. And so the guy walks over and puts the handcuffs on the guy that says, Hey, that's my car, and you don't have an extra set of cuffs. And so when I passed him, he had his gun. <laughs> and I kept on going. And that was the last time, the last bit of trouble. Uh, that was the major, that wasn't the major stepping stone, but that was, the, you know, that serious, I got arrested, I got busted four times in five weeks, and that wasn't enough, uh, and so we went to prison the second time, and we come back to Hot Springs, and then uh, we, of course, we went into doing what we do with a restaurant, I nosedived that, but a lot of people know me as Jason as the felony, uh, I speak to, I speak about going to prison, I speak about getting over drugs, and I do some motivational type work you know, within the community, uh, as well as haul dirt and run excavation machines and develop things. Yeah. And, and fluent English, what is that? It's like your, it's like your brand. Fluent English is my brand. That's what, uh, when we didn't know what we was doing, I, when I got sober, I've been sober less than two years. I was 320 pounds, yes. uh, may of 21 and now I'm 240 something, uh, and we didn't know what we was going to do, but my mom had a zero turn. And uh, and so, you know, we I, I was smart enough to buy this machine. You know, I had a machine, uh, uh, you know, and of course we went through the truck issues and all that. And then we went to work and we'd call these people, hey, you want me to cut your grass? And they were like, you know, it's such a blessing that uh, you speak English. And I said, well, you know, and so it kind of just stuck with me on all my advertisement. I just put fluid English. <laughs> so, you know, you phone number, fluid English. And it kind of people would call it. It resonate with them. And so we just went with it. Then we trademarked it. And then on the videos I do, I always end it with that fluid English. And it's been, kind of come up. Uh, well, it's been an honor. Let's get real. Okay. I'll uh, speak to a lot of people uh, that, you know, are at a point in their life when they don't have, you know, they feel like they don't have no choices. Or better yet, maybe they've made the transition from prison. They're coming in the real world and they're looking at, you know, the greatest thing is that we deal with, like last week, is coming home with imposter syndrome. You know, you're like, whoa, you know, and uh, you know, you get around some real success, you know, and you begin comparing your life to that. And a lot of people that like, get in recovery and they make, you know, they get past the initial have beat the withdrawals, now it's time to go to work, and they get imposter syndrome within it, whether it's in the community of recovery or in the in the world. And so I try to alleviate that, you know, with the the heads-on approach that we all know. Hey man, you just get in it and get dirty. You know, and that's you know when we was training, you you can agree with this. I mean, the, the afraid of this, the scary, the scariest words I still to this day I've ever heard in my life is when that guy looks at you go and goes introducing in this corner, and he points the finger at you. You know, yep. at that point in time, I'm ready to shake hands. <laughs> 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 this is too much. You yep. Know? What have I got so myself into? I'm like, what? Well, can we just be friends? <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I remember that day, especially the ring walk. You know, when you walk to the ring, you know, you always put your head down. I did, I put my head down and just hang on to the guy in front of me to beg, you know, to get me there. And yeah. um uh, and that's kind of what I do for people that, you know, with addiction. You know, uh, you know, it's a you know, everyone I'm I'm sure it's touched it, you know, it's probably touched I hope it hasn't, but it's probably touched someone in your family somewhere in the line. And that's yeah. the problem we're running into with the with uh with the current state of America is is you know. My uncle's kid, or my cousin, or even my son or daughter, well, he's got a drug problem. And what I do, and so it's a sad state of affairs. And often we find that you know when, especially in affluent families or families that are blue collar, the people I love to speak to, the hardworking Americans around this world, the veterans, you know, the, the people that don't mind sweating and getting ticks, you know, uh, you know, they help those people, you know, and that's the natural deal. I want to, you know, if subject A's and is my son you know he's struggling with addiction my deal is I want to help him and in a mindset of addiction uh with people they're great manipulators and often we find sadly that they love them to death and we got to break them with codependency yeah yeah
1: okay so, so let's help. say I am a a parent or an uncle or of somebody involved or, that, that's right. using heroin fentanyl I mean we have there's so much going on right now and I don't right. think anybody and nobody i know doesn't have somebody in their family or a close friend who has somebody in their family who's not involved in drugs right right? you you know somebody maybe it's a cousin maybe it's an uncle whatever but it's it's out of control right now what i i will tell you from personal experience it is difficult to talk to somebody like that because you have this previous relationship where they were a child maybe right and you remember them as like maybe your, your nephew and they were a cool kid, you know, you just hang out with a kid. Now they look different. They kind of act different. They kind of seem like, you know, maybe um, maybe they're a little nervous, a little hesitant to talk to you. How do you talk
0: to somebody like that? How do you break that you know that ice? I think I think I think the you know, I think the 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 the, the engagement kind of deal of hey, uh, I don't know what you call it, when they get together and they have the the meeting is a good thing. I think you need to get together as a family, stand strong sit them in the middle of the room and tell them, here's your options, you know, and, and when we, when you when you get at that level where, Hey, this is, everyone's going to participate. And this is the option. Either you're going to get clean or you're going to disappear. Mm-hmm. And we mean it, you know, because, you know, like I was talking earlier, I, I genuinely love people, you know, and I genuinely love people. I love, and I love, you know, not only, not only am I heavy handed, I'm heavy on the heart too, you know? And so, through the, our, our core beliefs, even in our day, you know, we're, we're, you know, ingrained to care. We want to care and we don't want to see nobody suffer. Mm -hmm. And so that gets turned against us, uh, you know, with addiction because, you know, they're not even them. You know, I, I, I've got a picture of me holding a syringe, you know, from three or four years ago in a mirror, looking all bougie, you know, sending some girl, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and uh, I look at that picture often to remind myself of just how far my mind was absent from reality, you know? And, uh, and it's a tough thing, uh, you know, PJ, because, you know, there's a lot of families that, you know, it's not as bad as it used to be, but, you know, it used to be like, if you had one in your family, it's kind of like if you had a gay kid in your family, you're like, "Uh, uh, you know, we don't talk about that. And now it's gotten more like we were talking about it because we've been forced to talk about it. And so now we're naturally getting forced to take action. And so I I filled a lot of calls from people, you know, just recently uh, this will sound so simple to me and you uh, a woman called and said, I got, you know, 29 years without using drugs. I'm, you know, two people, I've buried two people and the guy I'm using is using heroin. Do I leave him? Hmm. What do you mean? You leave him, you get your shit right now and you call ass and save your life. That is a proper response. Wow. But for someone that's caught up in the crucible, you know, of, of all that, you know, where the family's caught up in a crucible and they're turning the heat up. Right. Everybody's melting together. And, that you know, so we got to get in there and we got to separate individuals and say, hey, you know, you're right for thinking this because the guilt complex of, you know, it's like you've, we've all been through the, the car lot hard sale where, you know, manipulation sales and, and guilt. And that's kind of what you're dealing with with an addict. Yes. You know, but hold on a second. I'll get straight. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And and then the next week the same thing. And
0: then the next week the same yeah. thing. I just talked to my manager. We're gonna get yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all
1: gonna Yeah, right. I can work yeah. it. Together.
0: I can do it. I know I can this time. Yeah, and so we find we find ourselves played on the ropes, you know, and 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 the problem is now the landscape, you know, we met I manufactured my own drugs for years, you know, uh, with mm-hmm. methamphetamines, and you know, it was it was a bad scene. You know, and and let's get real, and and uh, but it wasn't as bad as it is today when we introduced you know fentanyl. And the problem with fentanyl is, is that you know I've shot fentanyl. I've done. Oh, I'm not trying to uh, brag or boast or. But let's get to the reality, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of who I am, so everybody can get a clear picture. It doesn't affect me the way it may affect your stepson or your cousin. So we don't know if that one little bit. We'll we'll send him into cardiac arrest because I've seen people that are hardcore junkies on one substance, smoke one hit of fentanyl and code right there in front of me. Yeah. And then you got then you got this lack of manhood or lack of humanity that when that happens, they leave them laying on the floor and they haul ass. Yep. And that right there, you know, rather than I mean, I don't I'm not so fair to say that we shouldn't punish drug crimes. I'm not saying that. But those people there deserve a stiffer punishment than the guys selling the dope. If you leave somebody laying in the ground dying, I mean, that's bad. That's bad juju. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think they're concerned for themselves too. They don't. They think that if they were to bring someone to the hospital, or if they were to call nine one one, right? They probably got warrants too, right? right? They probably have something going on with their lives, so they're thinking, as eh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna walk away. I'm sure they will be fine, right? This happens all the
0: time. Right. You know, and, and we we become such a fabricated society, especially with our younger people, you know, that, you know, the idea of maybe having to, you know, trade a licks with somebody to see somebody get better. The idea that, hey, I may have to answer a question or possibly might get detained versus saving someone's life. Well, you know, in the Marine Corps, they you to jump on the grenade yeah. to save the team. You know, mm-hmm. and I believe as as the American people, you know, we need to employ some of, we need to get back to that. You know, Absolutely. I think that's what's going to save us. Uh, you know, uh, and you know, the, you know, and I'm not, and I'm a real big. Let's get real. I, I'm a real big believer in suffering. I'm like, you know, I'm right there. You know, I'm not a Goggins level dude, but the mentality is the same. That hey, you know, if you suffer enough, you will change. Yeah. And so when we cut them loose, for me that was what it was. You know, in this house we're sitting in right now, we had an incident, domestic event. Not proud of it. It was a bad deal. I had a kilo of dope. That's more than me and you could eat. Without living, you know, it's a bad deal. Three days on it. It happens. I run off out of here, and I'm in the woods for five days with the ticks and the heat. Mm. And then we live on a very nice place. And my mom comes to the door at nighttime, you know, he, and she said, say, you can't come in. Mm. And, it, oh, you know, she'd come see me. You know, we had ratings about the nachos in prison at each unit. You know, who had the best nachos? That's how many <laughs> visits we had, you know what I mean? And, uh, and so – she would come see me all the time. And, you know, and when she cut me off and she said, it's on you. And wouldn't come see me at prison. Hell, I got right. It was amazing. It was exactly what I was looking for. And so if you're, if you're that parent that is struggling with a child that's been, you know, has recidivism in prison or with dope or whatever, and you haven't employed that tactic. Hey, man, here's your time. Uh, It's the solution.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. So. What about now? You're you're really big into fitness, right? So you're you were a fighter, you're a competitive fighter, like you said, in the ring, looking across the ring at another guy. You didn't just work out at the local gym. You really took it pretty far. Um, how big has fitness played a role in your being recovering and just changing your life in general, too? Because you know, recovering is one thing, but now you ran full speed into business, um, social media, you're like, you're doing a lot of things right now. How are you able to transition so fast? And what part did fitness play in that?
0: It's a funny thing uh, because when I come out, when I come home from prison, I've been in prison twice, and so when I come home for the first time, I come home at 195 pounds. I look like a Greek god. People would you know, at the restaurant. I had a really famous restaurant here at burnt lost a half a million dollars, no insurance. But I had minimal amount of insurance on it. It was a freak deal. But to get to answer your question. Everyone would know, because I'm well-known, everyone would know what I was using because I wouldn't be in the gym. You know, it was either or. Mm-hmm. And so coming out, you know, naturally when you get off substances, uh, the majority of us get fat, fat as fuck. You know, I was I couldn't see my pee-pee. And, uh, <laughs> and so there, I mean, for real, dude, it was bad. I, I put on my nail bags now, and I could see the belt. I couldn't see the belt. I'd have to guess to get my belt loop in, all right? And so going into fitness was a natural solution, you know, and you'll see this with a lot of addicts, ex-addicts. I don't really, man, I don't know how you want to phrase that. People that have problems, you know, Mm -hmm. they'll pour themselves into something else. And that's the big, that's the big, for people that have not had a substance abuse problem, they look at that and they look at that model and they think that's, you know, it's kind of, but it really makes sense to me because, you know, the term hustle comes from the dope game. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so when you apply the hustle of the dope game, the hustling game of life, we get this extraordinary event that happens. You know, you got all this energy, and and most people, you know, they they. It takes time. You know, it takes it don't take a lot of time, but it takes time. You know, I'm it takes eighteen months to really. You know, it took me a year to remember I wore cologne. You know, it took me a year to figure out. Hey, man, you know, you might want to put on some jewelry. you Yeah, know, I've been sober a year. You know, and and it, one day just you know because. I had been caught up in my own little world about what I was doing. And I knew I wasn't, you know, I did the meetings for a year. I did what was required. I got a great sponsor. I still have a drink. Hallelujah. You know, it doesn't bother me because I had my ass kicked. You You know, and like I was telling you, Dominique Wynn was the last time I boxed. You know, I sparred, but you know, we fought in the streets. You know, and we did all right. You know, I I was stabbed one time, <laughs> so I kept back tonight, Dominique. I got to go to the hospital. You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> but he, he you know after after I got in the ring with a real boxer, uh, you know, and he beat the brakes off of I me. Mean, I just I decided I, my amateur career was over. I just I just I just worked out all the time. I was their main fight prep. You know, and uh, yeah. But fitness plays a huge role, in it. it's a positive influence. It gives you something to be credible for and accountable for, and it puts you around the right people. You know, we know yeah. that the model says this, that if the man's in shape, most likely his business is in shape. Yeah. You know,
1: Absolutely. And his and so, mind's in shape.
0: His mind's in Body shape. Body
1: and his mind is in shape.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you're able to do a lot more when your body and your mind are kind of working together, right? You have you're you're thinking a little more positively. You're not thinking more going back in a, into into drugs. And just a real quick heads up that uh, Dominic Gwynn is a very high level boxer. Mm-hmm. So if you were training with that dude, I mean, he's what top five? He was top five.
0: He was he he fought he fought HBO twice for a heavyweight championship, and uh and uh and we fought a lot in the streets, and I'm <laughs> we going on about that, but. He grew <laughs> up here, but he, the uh, coach McCoy who passed away. With there's been a lot of talent come out of this area, including uh, who I who I who I started with. I was a late bloomer. I started with a guy named Lafayette Lawson,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, you know, who was the world champion kickboxer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So did you kickbox that as well? Or, or yeah, that's what it was
0: before. I'm so old. They didn't have MMA back then. They right. had the UFC that you bought the tapes for that was just too gruesome for everybody. I remember and that. Then Dana, then Dana got a hold of it. And we were in that transition point between, you know, Dana got a hold of it maybe two or three years later after we got, I I was you know, I, I was already done, you know. So we we had raging Cajun and uh, there's a whole bunch of them that you know they've been known to kickboxing world uh, and, uh, and you know, I fought nationals in Austin Texas. Yeah, uh, yeah, so all that good stuff. No, that's, that's where awesome. I got hammered on. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, yeah, I, I had around fifty or so fights. I took yeah. I took some whoopings in my day too. So. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely understand. We were talking about getting knocked out before, and, and, and uh, we, we were talking about this at Top Golf, which is kind of a weird place uh, to be talking about getting knocked out. But uh, that's what what two older fighters talk about when they're everybody yeah. else is golfing.
0: Yeah, they they didn't understand. <laughs> no. Did you golf? Did you golf? Uh, golf? I, man, there's a course, a few miles here. When I was a kid, I golfed a lot, and yeah. uh, I hit a on a ladies' tee on a par nine or a par four on the ninth hole. Ladies, team, I hit a hole one with my dad. I was a kid, okay. and uh, and uh, he said, "I'm done." <laughs> he said, <"That's> it. <laughs> so you didn't golf when we you were play. driving a Top Golf the other day, though. It's in St. Louis. Yes, you were. Yeah. Well, no, no, I never, no, I never drove the ball. I thought you had been driving the vehicle. We, 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 you know, we our vehicles still look like they they're suffering the dope age, right? The fenders off of it, the tire, and so we, you know, naturally people like I was like, we just jump in a car. You know, yeah. we had no idea. The people, the level of people that were getting in the car with us, were, who were somebody, and we get oh, in the yeah. oh yeah, we get and the wheels rubbing, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 we, and we drove around to St. Louis with you know, with you know, I don't know how many uh, people super successful, uh, you know, Dan and and, uh, mm-hmm. and and just a whole bunch of other people, man, you know, yeah. they, they, and Ben and Nathan and you know, and uh, we met some people from LA, man. Shout out to y'all, God bless you. And uh, yeah. it was a big deal. Big, great it's a good
1: creativity. group. But, but that also in itself, being a, being around people that are, that are, even if they're not themselves super successful, they're moving towards that direction, right? That's right. their goal. They want to right. be successful. They want to be fit. They want to be, they want to have a great family life. They want to have a great financial life, like putting yourself in rooms like that, where everybody is, is what you want to be. Um, that's, that's going to help you move a lot. They're a lot faster. Has that, Have you seen that, too, like, um, you know, oh, absolutely. Your journey?
0: Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm in a small community. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, hands off with a lot of people because they know me from the restaurant mm-hmm. and the police chases, you know, and all this stuff that's happened, you know. So it's good. It's been good for me to get outside that, you know, and it was something that has a membership fee that kind of stings, okay? Yeah. It's it's a little bit of money. Yeah. Uh, you buy into something, and the natural thing is, is, is it a gimmick? You know, it's got to be a gimmick. No, it's not a gimmick. Uh, we have met some of the greater relationships, but, you know, right off the top, man, Ben has been one of the greatest things yes. in my life. If it was not for Ben, I would be doing what I'm doing. You know, Shout out to get...
1: Ben Del Grasso. Good yeah, deal.
0: Yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. Who does a lot for Arte uh, and does done a lot for me personally. There was a study, I think it may have been Andy that said it, where they took the Vietnam veterans, all right, you know, I, I think 90% of or 70% of these 10% or how this large number of Vietnam veterans did opiates in Vietnam. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so when they came over to the United States, 90% of those people that did the heroin that we owed it, were the same thing as fentanyl opiates and went, the drugs that have the highest, you know, uh rate of, of you know of relapse and everything else, 10% of those people only relapsed. And so what we learned from that study is that. of the people that didn't use only had one change and that was their environment. They -hmm. only went from Vietnam back home and they never used again. And so environment has a big role to play in your sobriety and your success and where you're going, uh, you know? And so being a part of Arte provides that environment for a young guy like me that has a lot of notches in the belt, a lot of, you know, has a big mess, but it's put me around people. I mean, we've got great, uh, leaders in, in Arte, let's get real, yeah. uh, really, gee, but the commonwealth of the people that are driven by one thing, hey, can I help you get better? You know, yeah. that's really what it is. I mean, I know if I can help you get better, then I can get better. Absolutely. You know, and we buy into that and it's valid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think everybody in that group, you don't get to that level of of drive and determination without having to come and come in, without having come from somewhere else. Right? right. You don't start. It's very rare that I find um, somebody who was wealthy growing up who has a high level high drive. Right. Mm-hmm. It's somebody like like you or I that had maybe maybe things didn't work out so good early on. And, you know, you're trying to figure out a way out of this hole. You know, there's something better for you. Right. You're thinking, I know I deserve better. I know my family deserves better. But how do I do it? So you put yourself in a room. I mean, I did. If I knew this this world existed, Arte years ago, I mean, it, it didn't. But if it did exist years ago, I'd have been in it then too. But absolutely, you're just looking. You're constantly searching. You're like, all right, dude, I fucked up. I, I you know, I have no money. I have a shit job. You know, um, life is not going as well as I could have swore it was going to when I was younger. And um, how do I fix this? You put yourself in a room full of dudes like that, men and women like that, you're going to change, right? They are all doing the same thing. They're all, we're all building towards uh, something bigger. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's like, it's really special because I, it, how about this too, coming from a town like Hot Springs, not a huge city, right? You're not going to find, you're not going to walk down to the grocery store and find 10 guys that are like, you know, uh, what's your five-year plan? You know, they're, they're, they're not going to be like, <laughs> You know, uh uh did you get your macros in today, right? Right, they're gonna, they're not gonna right. say that to you. You know, you no. go to the, the 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 whatever wherever you go in, in hot springs, you know, the, the mall or whatever. There's not a bunch of people um that are focused, they're ripped, they got a smoking hot girlfriend or wife. Um and and they're they're their drive, they're they're thinking about what they're gonna do, their next move is right. So to have a group like this, I mean it is life-changing. It's absolutely life-changing. One question though, for you. We're not at the Arte event right now. There's not a hundred guys surrounding us. How are you maintaining the same level of drive and determination like now, as you had this past weekend when we were hanging out with a shit ton of eight-figure you know,
0: multi-millionaire right. guys telling us how they made it? The greatest compliment I've heard about Arte was that picture that you're in, and that woman posted, and she said that is a group of beautiful people. <laughs> that's what she said. Now she right. said I saw that. And, and every everyone commented and said, that's right. And I'm not saying that we're the most beautiful people, but I'll tell you this that there's no pussies in there. Absolutely. Everybody, you know, I, I actually was the guy that had gravy. I had it made. I, you know, I had I sold a restaurant a million point one. I got everything and I couldn't get it together. Mm-hmm. All right. And so uh, you know, I was spoiled, uh, soft, lazy, uh weak, and then got my head kicked in. And so I remember those days. But coming out of the Arte convention this weekend, real big high. Ben says yeah. this word to me. He says, don't get imposter syndrome.
1: <laughs> He's been talking about it a
0: lot. I, I, I got it. You know, we've had a big conversation. So I rely on my connections. you already been on the phone with Nathan, uh, Ben, and Oliver. And, you know, I, and I, it's a different kind of conversation because it's not crying. Because yeah. there's a level of respect where, hey, you know, you can tell me, what I need. I want you to tell me what I need to hear. Please tell me what I need to hear. Sure. Cause I need to hear, it. you know, and so I'm really locked in here. I've kind of with the social media thing and all that, it's kind of, it's kind of maybe pushed me a little farther out of the envelope of my hometown. Than I already was, Yeah, you know, people have this idea, you know, and I'm just still a normal dude, you know, I mean, I'm just, you know, I still fight the urge to eat that peanut butter in the middle of the night every day, you know, and, and, uh, but I hang on to the, you know, it's really easy. I'm experiencing success. Believe me, I'm treading water business wise. Mm. You know, I'm 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 right there with everybody else. Yeah. Uh, but we load ourselves with such good stuff, you know, all the time. And there is an expectation, and better yet, a demand that hey, I don't care what happens. Here's the you don't quit. You know, yeah. and so yeah, with absolutely. this group, I mean, I, I you bet if you quit, you better be going. You know, you better be sinking underwater. Yeah. And so I hold myself to that level. It's not always easy. Uh, It's not always the right. You know, I I went from when I walked away from that event, I instantly went to a macro counter. I instantly said, hey, you have been playing soft with your Mm -hmm. with what you're doing. It is time to bring it and then signed up with Zach uh, for his show, Mm -hmm. myself in front of more people, you know, within my little what we do podcasting, you know, with Babcock with the, the alpha dog pound. Uh, and, you know, he was at the show too. I don't know if you got the chance to talk to him, dude with a long beard, but uh, he's got a lot going on. And so we're going to go to that. And, you know, and so we've tailored what little vacations we can afford. We've yeah. made them destinations so we can improve.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, that, that is key too. going to those types of things as much as you can and finding the right ones. You're not going to find – you don't go to the ones where they kind of give you a rah-rah speech. Hey, in the back, you can sign up for a $50,000 program. No. You know, it's not those. It's if, if you're watching this and that's what you're thinking, it ain't that at all. These no, are no. people who are pam their way to these things. You know, you, you pay your, your money. I don't know what – but we pay like $500 a ticket or 200, 200 like, bucks yeah. a ticket, something somewhere on there. Not crazy, mm-hmm. but you – It's stuff, It stings. Oh, yeah. It ain't It ain't free. It ain't free, and rta is not a free group. And I'm not just yeah. pitching rta I'm I'm pitching the idea, the, the mentality, the, the 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 group has put together, right? Yeah. The uh, the philosophies and the, the 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 mentality that this particular group of people has put together. That's what I'm selling. Yeah. Um, so, and, and you know, it's it's interesting too what you're saying um, about the internal drive. Uh, we we when we leave an event like that, it's not necessarily like okay. Let's go back to doing what we're doing, right? It's what did that guy tell me? You know, you know what did Jason tell me about what he was doing? I was like, I'm gonna fucking, I bet I could, I bet I could up my game a little bit, kind of be like him, you know? I, I what what did Ben tell me over here? I bet I could up my game a little bit and 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 do what he's doing. We don't just sit still, right? We're always thinking. My wife told me the other day, actually on the way to Arte, she's like, um, she's like, there's something about you, you know, you don't, you're always moving like forward. You're always right. thinking about getting better, even if you're failing miserably,
0: right? Yeah, even if whatever you're doing is failing, it's not going well. You know, you're, you're fine. That's out. when it's the best. When you're, when you, hey, that is when it's the best. When you are like, it's hard to breathe. Yeah. You know, it is on you, you know, and, yeah. uh, and you decide to say, hey, I'm going to get better. Absolutely. That moment there gives me chill bumps. That's the yeah, moment. Yeah, I want to I mean, get out there now. Um, like, it's, it's like ah, a fighting mentality.
1: It's that fighting mentality, right? You yeah. said yourself. You look across the ring. They say in this corner, Jason Scott Davis. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're scared shitless. I don't give a Absolutely. fuck. Absolutely. I don't yeah. care who you are. I've I've been in in gyms and the ring with super high level UFC main event fighters. Uh, kind of a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Every
1: one of them says the same thing, dude. When they get in there, they are scared shitless. Yeah, but man. here's what they do they don't give into that fear right Everything. they call it courage yeah ab- absolutely. Courage. absolutely absolutely yeah. it's not the absence of fear it's the overcoming of that fear mm-hmm. so you're scared right. shitless you're looking at this dude across the ring you're like fuck that guy's bigger than me he's got way more muscles than me he looks faster than me like mm-hmm. oh shit i remember watching that video of him kicking that other guy's ass it's like oh exactly- ah, shit and that guy beat me oh go no, this is <laughs> right, right. right. aim into that yeah. like fuck it what's what do i got to lose right Let's go in right. there. Let's keep punching. And right. that's a metaphor for life. Just keep punching. Don't stop hitting him. If he's right. hitting you, well fuck, he was supposed to hit you. That's kind of the point. But right. you gotta keep punching him or, or 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 just quit. Just give up and go home.
0: And well, no one wants to quit. We don't do that. No one wants to it really, even, even at the addiction level at, at that game, that's probably the strongest. Hey, I don't want to quit. There is, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you will ride that train to losing everything before you'll quit. Okay, and when we, you know, so the mentality is, is how do we take that same energy, and we apply it to winning, and it's real simple. We just get them sober, and turn them loose. Yeah. And the problem we run into, and I'm sure you, you know, with people that have felonies, because there's a lot of there's a lot of guys not to have felonies, yeah. is how do we how do we get past this stigma with companies, corporations, and government? Hey, once you serve your sentence, you're done. And that's not how it is. It's once you serve your sentence, you're still marginally discounted in life. And we need to, we need to reform that, you know, we, you know, we need to come up with some type of solution that's because, you know, if you pay the mortgage on a house, you get the house. Yeah. You pay the car payment, you get the car. But if you pay your debts to society, you don't get freedom. How much of that would you say as, as, as somebody, kind of an expert on the topic,
1: how much would you say is in your head? that's a lot of, how much is that in your a, head? a
0: lot of it a lot of it is in your head that's what why i'm so vocal about it you know when i when i when i came up with that video and said hey i screwed my drug dealer and he was a dude that was a hard video for me to make it happened you know and I, it wasn't for showboating it was because i pushed myself to say something that i knew was going to be just widely ramped on you know and so and and because there is a large amount of people that have found themselves jacked up on drugs and did stuff they 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 can't forgive themselves for let's face it and you need to know that that's just a temporary moment in your life. That does not define you today. Yeah, And that's where I'm getting at with the felony thing. Hey, I know that I made some mistakes. I'm not a, I'm not a bad guy, yeah. but I made some bad mistakes. I never hurt nobody, you know, per se fist fighting, you know what I mean? What the usuals. And by the way, fist fighting is the easiest way out because the surprise punch, but that ring shit where they call you up there and you touch gloves there ain't no surprises in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but how do you how do you move past that and get yeah. into this situation where hey, I'm valuable? The greatest thing you can do is the word proximity. And this is what happened with us this weekend. We got around people that were better than us. Yes. And we we not only said it, but we believed that we belong there.
1: You're absolutely right. Uh, You're absolutely right
0: yeah, and you know, and so yeah, you know, did I feel like you know, I knew PJ. Rowley before that event? Yeah, PJ. Rowley still is up there, but PJ. Rowley was way up there to me, you know, we spoke a couple times. but when I met pJ PJ Rowley, me and PJ Rowley, bam together, yeah, and that was all because of proximity, absolutely, you know absolutely. And so, you know we we kind of owe it to ourselves as we gain our success to go back to the people that are not so successful and tell them, Hey man, this is the gig. Yeah. You know, I still, I, I still pee up. You know, I still pee all night long, just like you do. You know, I still struggle with French fries just like you do, Yep. you know, but you can do this. And that's where we get this idea of personal development. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: You put yourself on the ring, right? You yeah. put yourself in the ring of life, put yourself in the ring of, of business, physical health, Put yourself in a position to succeed. If you're not in the ring, you don't have a chance of winning, right? You're not in it, right? You you're miss. Not in a, it. What does Michael Jordan say? You miss 100 uh, of the shots you don't take, right? If you're yeah, not, how many shots room,
0: he did miss? You know, I mean like I think he missed like you know 50 shooter. You know he missed so every yeah. shot he missed, he made one. Absolutely,
1: and and, yeah. and if you weren't in that room, <clears throat> you would still have the same thought process about those specific people, right? Right. Ah, they're, yeah. they're 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 you know they're they're up here ah i'm not there quite yet but when you got in that room you put yourself yeah, still in that big. room right no fear fuck it let's go let's see what they got you go in the room you start shooting the shit start talking to people i will say you were looking down on most guys because you're a fucking <laughs> giant man but other yeah. than that i mean it was no different than than meeting a guy at the at the gym at the you know anywhere you go right Hey, how's it going? You're, you're like they're talking to you like normal people. You're like
0: oh, right. shit. I thought this guy was like an eight figure, nine figure guy, normal dude. biggest 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 thing, uh, biggest thing we uh, one of the big moments I had was to meet Angie Manson. I had been on Angie Manson's show. I had seen you know Ben got me that show. i you know, and so I knew I was going to be Angie Manson. You know, I was like yeah, yeah, you know, this is going to be cool. But inside, I had fear. Yeah, you know, you know, and oh, so yeah. when I met. Angie, I, mean, I met Angie Manson. I kissed her on the forehead and told her how good looking she was. The queen of recovery. You know, and we, you know, we we did our thing. It was the greatest thing in the world. And so at that level, when everybody buys in to, hey, I am going to get, you know, it's kind of like getting naked in front of the mirror and staring at yourself When I get in the ring with everybody, everybody yes. becomes the same. Yes. And, we, uh, and everybody's the same. And that so you have the conversation. Mm-hmm. The fear's gone. The fear's gone. You know, and so here I am. You know, and you know, and I talk about the stuff. Everybody's like, "Man, I, you know, I can't believe you say that." Well, someone needs to say it. Yeah. You know, and if and if you and we all know that, you know, hey, if it's not for you, cool. But if it is, cool. You know, but this is who I am. Who am I? Who am I authentically in this lifetime? Yeah. You know, and uh, and and uh, who I am is is a mixture of mistakes, and I've made just as many mistakes sober as I did jacked up on drugs uh but i didn't give up yeah you know
1: yeah I yeah this is firing up. me up man this is firing yeah, me up dude. i love Good it shit, dude this is <laughs> i need I need to go back to the gym i think i got to work some of this shit off <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got up at, listen I, I caught myself thinking i was soft i got up at four i started you know because there's some things i go back to my training there's some things that are happening to me externally i cannot control naturally we want to go and panic and worry about you can't you just go back to what you can control go back to the diet hey i'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning i'm gonna drink this water i'm gonna hit these weights got in an argument at the gym oh well hell we're still we're gonna go to work Cussed each other on the way through the yard you know my drill in my hand hey i love you you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know all that stuff still gonna stay with what i can control what you know my work my water my diet my faith you know those things that are concrete and let the rest of the stuff go. Yeah. You know, and you'll see that with people that are not engineered into, Hey, they're, let's get real. We probably don't know really what our destination is. We got an idea of where we want to go, but mm-hmm. there's a large percentage of Americans, especially young men that have no clue what door they even want to open. Absolutely. And so, Hey man, it doesn't matter. You just open a door. Yes. Let's just get to that. Yeah. You know, and 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 that's, that is a controllable move for most people and, and for the recovery halls and and families suffering for dope, you know, the what ifs are way more than the reality is, hey, we just need you to push them through the door. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think with social media too. like, um, as far as what door to go through, these kids today, especially these guys, they have so many doors showing up in their face. Right. And they're convinced all of that that the, the you need to have a Lamborghini and a and a, a Ferrari and live in a mansion and all these things and if you don't get that you failed right and I think that's that's definitely a a, a stigma or a, something that these that young people are dealing with right now because of that constant in your face. When You scroll through TikTok. I mean, if you get on like a, a certain algorithm, let's say you want to look at nice houses and, and 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 mansion mansions and Lamborghinis, right? That's right. all you're gonna fucking see. And yeah. You're gonna be seeing guys your age driving a Lamborghini living in one of these fucking mansions. And if you don't get that, you're like, well, what the hell do I do? Mm-hmm. So I guess, what would you say to somebody, a young guy like that? That's like, I don't know where to, where to fucking go. I get it. Find a door and, and, and hit it. But
0: like, what type of door should these guys be looking for? You need to, you need to open the door that is authentic to you. The mm-hmm. one that, that, Hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to be. This is what I'm about. Let's keep the dollars, the businesses are geared and are only measured by results, okay? We get that, okay? But your individual value and what you have to offer, which is greater than your business because that's what's making your business. You know, people buy products because they're good products, but I promise you on a local level, people buy products from people that they love, okay? And and who they love is authentic, genuine people that are not afraid to say, hey, this is me, this is what I'm about. This is what I believe in. And this is what I stand for. And so if you can answer those four questions, you can go anywhere in the world and be somebody. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I used to be the guy. Hey, look at that dude with that Lamborghini. He looks like a tool, a dick. I used to be that guy. Yeah. Now when I see one, I'm not really even a car guy, but I naturally go talk to that dude.
1: Yeah, yep, just exactly. Because,
0: just because dude is, he doesn't, you know, his whole world changes when you talk about his Lamborghini or his Ferrari. I don't even know what it is. I'm like, what kind of car is this? You know, you know i like? I mean. Looks nice. Uh, you know, and so it changes this whole hemisphere. So it's really a stigma. It is a stigma of a, uh, of a person that doesn't really want success. That's maybe, hey, satisfied where they're at or doesn't think they're capable of being successful, measuring themselves against that guy. And the thing that fucking makes it even is the conversation. Yeah. What do I do. Right. Had you not talked so, to him, you would never know. Yeah. Real simple. You know, Absolutely. But, we, but we've become fragile. We got feelings, you know, and we got fragility and we got, you know, now we got things divided on color and sexuality and, you know, any way and every way. And, you know, and, and, it, and, it, and it's all this confusion. No, listen, men are men, born men, women are born women. And what you can become in this world is unimaginable if you apply yourself.
1: That's, that's it right there in a nutshell. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to have faith in something you call God and you bet. And if, you know, I did a deal last time. So you know, if you believe in God, raise your hand. You know, if you believe the world's flat, raise your hand. You (laughs) know, if you believe in nothing and no one raises their hand. And so what that tells me is at least you got self-belief because if you believed in nothing, you wouldn't even have that.
1: Absolutely. Dude, you need to write a book, man.
0: Yeah. I'm right, I've been working on one. Of them.
1: Yeah. You gotta write a book, dude. Once you, know, you get a, that book, you let me know and we'll
0: do. we'll do. But maybe well, maybe all we all need to do a partner deal. We all write something in it, you know. Yeah, you know, you know, you write, you know, write 20, 30 pages and you know, and give some to charity and you know, and put in our business endeavors. And and that's what I love about this community of people. You know, I wasn't I, there was no way that I was gonna walk into Walmart and have a conversation with somebody that like we just had, and we're really just Acquaintances. We just got to know each other over the weekend. We're not, you yeah. know, we don't know. We I don't know your kid's name, you don't know my kid's name, you know. And so I never would have had that at Walmart or at the country club, or yes. I'd been scorned. I'd been, hey, you know what that dude does, you know, you know who he is. But because I decided to invest in myself, and when we talk about investment, we talk about time and money, okay. Mm-hmm. And when I decided to put that in there and say, Listen, I don't care if I gotta eat ramen noodles this month. I'm gonna pay my dues. Yeah. I bought in. The reward has been, it has been a million dollar investment, at least. It is the payoffs are unimaginable. You can't put them on a scale. You already know this. And and so when you get around people that hey, are telling you uh, hey man, you should be eating that shit, or you shouldn't be drinking that, or you know, man, hey, you know, here's a good one. You know, I remember when you was in shape, you know, you're kind of fat. (laughs) And people go, people go. Can't believe you said that motherfucker if I didn't love you I wouldn't say it absolutely you know I'd be going back to the to the vending machine and getting you another donut you know yeah. but because I care and you can't interpret what care really is that I want you to be a better human being I want you to get the needle out of your army dumb son of a bitch we need you yeah you know absolutely uh, yeah
1: yeah people need to hear that too um in tape in that group this weekend how many people would you say didn't want to talk to you? Were rude, didn't think you were quite their level. None. Not None. one. None. None. Yeah, they Not one. And
0: there was, there was, uh, and the RT convention was great. Uh, you know, really great. But I'm telling you, man, the deal at Top Gun was like, I mean, everyone I talked to and, and the friends I made was like, I wish we'd never left. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, get, like if I could work with this team of people, we'd own the world. Absolutely. And, and so what that tells me is that we need to expand and grow all generations of people with the same thoughts and beliefs of mm-hmm. personal excellence. Okay. Of being strong of, Hey, that you can, and you will, and you don't, you don't quit. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I don't care what color. I don't care who you have sex with, you know, the, Absolutely. but you know, but when you buy into this, we buy. we got common agree. We agree on one thing. This is it. And I think if we can do that, and, you know, if we could just do that with 10% of the population, could you imagine? It's a, it uh, would that'd be, insane. be what, 30 million people walking around at a, at, after our take convention. You know, and people are like, well, you know, Andy's getting rich. You know, who gives a fuck if Andy's getting richer head? That ain't what it's about. It's about how I'm getting enriched. Absolutely. How's PJ getting enriched?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, you're I'm absolutely rich- right. It has nothing to do with the guy running the show. Don't get me no, wrong. They-, they motivate the shit out of us, right? They're yes. exciting. They have really good stories. Ed's an amazing storyteller, and he's a great motivator. Um, mm-hmm. They're good dudes. They they seem like good dudes anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, th- what I really got out of it was meeting Jason, right? Right. I got like, I got, oh, I got right, I, right. all these guys and girls that were like, you know, like you said, I thought they were, they were maybe kind of high rollers, big ballers, man. I was like, euh, I don't know about them. I got to meet them. They are the ones who are going to be – we're going to build each other, and we're right. going to always be in contact with each other for
0: years to come. A shout out to Dan Schlowski. I don't know if I said it right. That was a dude that, that's a dude that said, uh, he said, he had my number. we compared chains, you know, it was, yeah. he was having a drink, a chains, but and he calls me, said, what are you doing for dinner? I said, uh, I don't know. So said, where are you at? He said, I'm coming out of deal and we pick him up in the jalopy. And you would, this dude's like got his, this dude's like, he's, 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 he's done well. You know, he's, yeah. uh, you know, and he's got all this stuff going on and he's a personal development guy and he got, you know, at least, you know, and uh, we would have never had that, you know, opportunity to meet Dan or his son, Daniel, or, or, uh, you know, uh, Martine and his, his, we had dinner with the, listen, we had dinner with the woman, LA's woman of the year. Wow. I mean, like, you know, and she sells brass balls, by the way. <laughs> brass <laughs> you know, balls? I'm serious. On a, I mean, my, I'm ordering my mom some right? brass balls on like a, on a wood plaque. You can. <laughs> no shit. No shit. <laughs> I was like, where am I at in the market? <laughs> oh but she's cool as hell. I can't recall her name, but great families, man. And that would have never happened. And so yeah. how do we how do we do that worldwide when people are struggling financially with inflation? And I, I think we got we I think it's our individual duty to walk into the fire and say, Hey, I'm one of these guys. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah
1: and I also think this is the time where more people need us than have ever in at least my lifetime right there's so much fear out there um yeah. what, what do they call it uh what's the what's the index they use in the stock market the the fear uh fear something index we're I on know a which fear, you know what I mean yeah so we're on a fear we're obviously not stock guys <laughs> <I know. laughs> so we kind of understand what we're talking about here so anyway um but <laughs> right. but the, the fear level is high right now right. right the fear level is super high young guys don't know what to do young women don't know what to do people are afraid and our leadership ain't doing shit to help. they're making yeah. it fucking worse every single day so if you can ignore them it, first of all that's really hard because it's always in your face right if you could ignore that keep around people like us um and, and, you know obviously we can keep around people like us as well uh you and we're know.
0: not let's get real we're not we're not superhuman we're not special. Absolutely not. It's a day-to-day
1: thought process and a day-to-day lifestyle, right? right? It's a day-to-day thing. We're not saying we're going to go out and make a, you know, right, you hang out with me and I'll teach you to make a million dollars tomorrow. Right. You know what right? i It's not. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about hanging out with guys like you and me that are like, hey, let's go to the gym this morning. You, you, we'll start our day at the gym. Okay, we'll start our day at the gym. Okay, now what are we doing? Well, we got to go to work. Okay, oh, really? Okay, so what are we doing there? Now we're going to eat healthy meals all throughout the day. Oh, right. really? Oh, yeah. And, uh, and and you see all those guys gossiping over there? We're not part of that. We don't do no, that. No, it's a no. it's it's we'll, not as big we'll kick as ass. It. It's a very yeah. like guys like you that are that are you you and I that are a little bit older, man. That used to be what our grandparents took. We just did, right? right? That's what they always did. But it, right. we got so far away from that. We the group, guys like you and I, people in groups like the, like we're in, um, are trying to make that more commonplace. Like that's what Americans do. We wake up, we, we have a good, healthy life, a good spiritual health, um, a good family right. relationships. Amen to that. You know, we're building good, strong families versus, ah, you know what? I'm, I don't need to be around them anymore. Those kids are kind of paying pain in the ass anyway. I'm gonna leave them with their mom. I'm gonna go yeah. move off to you know, four cities away. You know what I mean? We are building communities inside of our own families. Um, and 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 basically it's like a I mean, where it's contagious right? People right. see guys like you. They're like, Jesus, dude, how how did you get like this? Like, how do I, how, how can I be like you? Um, but if you weren't doing it yourself, it wouldn't be contagious, right? Nobody would know. I, I guess the, the, the idea, the mentality that we're bringing.
0: Well, what's, what's important. My story is, is, you know, is that it's documented of who I was, you know, you go to Arkansas court connect, type in Jason Scott Davis, from Garland County. It'll show you everything I've done, you know? And, you know, and so there's, no, there's a, like a benchmark I'm kind of like you know you can't get much lower you know and, and yeah. so if I can do it then I know you can too you know and, and, and I was the guy that you know I was you know naked in the bathroom covered in blood over and over jabbing himself he ran out of veins you know all kinds of sick shit that was going on in my life people wrote me off my mom had considered buying a life insurance policy on me it was a bad deal and and uh you know it's nothing about the grace of God uh, by the faith of God and by the blessing of God that I'm even here. And so I feel like I owe it. It's something that it's it's like you saw about the mentality. It it's the mental it is always gnawing on me of why am I not getting better? Yeah. What is wrong? What am I doing wrong? You know, there's little absences, you know what I mean? You know, when I'm exhausted, but my day starts with what am I going to do? To just get one little inch better today, yeah, yeah, and I, you know, in, you know, we in a world of inches, you know, you got three hundred sixty five days. That's a, uh, you know, three hundred sixty five inches. Yeah. yeah, that's a long ways, you know. Yeah. And uh, and people, you know, it's 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 continual. De- it's a continual. And another thing, we, we're we're in attack. I mean, the true American uh, outside of political party bullshit. The real American, the blue collar American, the guy that has faith. Uh, drinks a little beer, he raises his kids, has an opinion, goes to the gym, has any type of form of, of uh, you know, uh, capability of defending himself, is under attack. You know, mm-hmm. that's labeled racist, uh, you know, queer bashing, blah, 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 down the road. And that's intentional so that, we, you know, we can, the society can be made weak. And we've got to stand up against that. We've got to represent ourselves as, hey, we're proud to be this person. This is who we're going to be, you know, and it's at that point now where, hey, it won't be long. It'll be you're gonna to have to kill me because I ain't changing. Yeah. You
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So instead of getting to that point, let's build this stronger foundation. Right. Around.
0: I mean, but I mean, but it's 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 not the, the outlook. Is, I'm not tinfoil hat or not like that. But <laughs> I mean, it's obvious that it's obvious that you know I was watching the news. You know, and they said that they uh, you know I'm a big guy on the border. I, I question a lot of people in our day. What do you feel about the border? Same response. You know, we need to shut that down. That's ninety percent of all the fentanyl coming in. Uh 90% yes. of all the I mean it's coming right up the gut. Uh when I sold drugs, they all came out of that way. Uh it was you know when mm-hmm. cartels, whatever, all that way. Uh, you know, and so we know that's the source. So why not shut it down?
1: Yeah,
0: you know, and everybody agrees with that. Well, now they introduce legislation where uh they're trying to introduce legislation that if you identify as LGBTQ, you can't be detained. And so now we've mixed gender. With the safety and security of our American citizens and country, just doesn't make sense. It does. It is. It's it's putting a horse way in front of the cart. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And one uh, has nothing
1: to do with be, the other. It's bizarre.
0: It's bizarre, and and it's intentional. Yeah. You know,
1: Yeah. And I I want to point out too, if you are people like us, we don't hate anybody. No. Right. We are because I think um I think. It's easy for for certain people to pull you up, pull you onto that side. Oh, he hates everybody. He's a bad guy, right? Oh, no, 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 that's wrong. We love everybody. We want you, we love Americans, right? right. We love a, and 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 it's even in a bigger sense than that. We love people. We love human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, we just don't like to see people get manipulated right and, and treated poorly. And I think that's that's probably the 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 main catalyst that's building movements like ours. Where we're thinking, you know what? I see people being manipulated in certain situations to hate each other. I'm like that's mm-hmm. not right. We gotta fix that now, right. you know. And and it's just basic shit that we're trying to fix. You know, we're, we're 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 trying to think fix things like a border. Hey, where do all your drugs come from? That wall right there, that right, line right there. there. Okay, shut it down for a minute. Well, right. what if this happens? No, 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 no. Shut it down, and then we'll work on that. Right. We'll fix the
0: problem right. afterwards. Safety and security first. It's it's we're, we're, we're at a, a negligence of common sense. Yeah. You know, it's like, there's no common sense, you know, in and, and the, the community in way the way I think that both of us and the many other members and many people abroad still believe this. There was a time when if your neighbor had a dispute or a problem or if Johnny looked high or, or, you know, if, if the, you know, the husband was absent from the house, you would make up five a butt cake and you'd go knock on I the mean. door and you'd ask him. Hey, what's the matter with you? And now that's, now that's, that's not, that's not socially acceptable. Yeah. That's not cool. Well, when, when, that, when I went out the door, what that saying is, is I no longer care. Absolutely. You know, and you're an idiot or you're an asshole for coming by here and getting in my business. Listen, it's time to make people your business. Absolutely. You know, and, and say, and Hey, what's wrong? You know, I, and, and I, I, get, you know, people, this, this, you know, especially these people who talk about haters and, you know, mind my business and all this, all these. You know, you don't get it, man. You don't get it because that was what made us strong was checking on a fellow man, and then having the the to accept the constructive criticism of another person saying, "Hey, you're sliding here."
1: Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Yep.
0: You know. I see it from the
1: outside. I see it from the outside. You may right. not see it from from your position, but me as your friend, as your neighbor, as a human being, for God's sakes, can see what's going on.
0: Um, and and I'm here to help you. Right. Or give you a word. I mean, I've got a guy, George Farmer. He's he called me, he says, I got six months, and I and this is my response, PJ. I said, in a penitentiary. I said, Hell, I can stand on my head for six months. He, <laughs> says, nah, he says, No, he says, now to live. Oh, Jesus. And I said, Damn. You know, and I, you know, he's had problems, you know, and I'm not able to handle his financial problems. And I'm not able to handle some of his issues. But the yeah. one thing I can do is I can accept his phone call and tell him, hey man, yeah. don't ever give up. And so he went to the doctor yesterday. And what looked like a bad situation, it's got some hope. It shrunk, you know, and, and so we've been riding that high. You know, it doesn't cost you nothing. To say what's going on. Yeah. You know, but people Absolutely. are afraid of it because they may get socially trampled on by some troll or something, man. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've ran my address. I, there's a video on YouTube. You can check it out where I call them out. I give them my address, my phone number where I live and call them and tell them exactly how I feel about them. And anybody can come on by and we can just get in yard. It runs, it runs on, it runs worldwide. It's almost. So, you know, and, uh, yeah, and I ain't had no one come by yet. <laughs> not yet, not
1: yet. You keep posting those videos. You're, you're
0: yeah, I'm proud though. I'm proud though. But but someone need, we need to get that mentality that hey, uh, this for the young man that's listening is hey, I'm not saying be cocky. I'm not saying be ostentatious. I'm just saying at some point you got to not bend. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, like like we said, man, get in that ring. Yeah, Go talk ring. to your neighbor. That's the ring.
0: Right, right. Go we'll talk you to know, go
1: talk to your spouse about the, the issue we ha- you have. That's your ring.
0: Right,
1: right. You know, and you I know? found
0: you know, growing up white, I you know, you know, the racial stimulation. I found I just think you know, black people ain't racial with racist to me. Yeah, you know that comes from me boxing and boxing with black athletes and fighting mm-hmm. and by you know, and you know and I you know it two different cultures is all that is. Yeah, you know one, of, but all Americans, you know, and, exactly. and believe it or not. Uh, Like the show says, I found it. They don't want crime in their neighborhoods.
1: Yep. That's exactly what
0: I do. You know, so there's always common ground. Absolutely. Yeah. But like that, that,
1: that too, you, you bypass the fear that a lot of people would have with going and talking to someone that didn't look like you. Right. 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 You know, a lot of people would be like, ah, you know, I see that TV. I'm like, uh, I'm not going to talk to them there. I'm sure they're fine. You know what I mean? But you were, you know. No fear there. Just jump in. Hey, what's up? My name's My name's Jason. Hi. It's that right. fucking simple. It's not like that hard, that's right? It. It's not like you you know you, you didn't have a sermon set up to talk no, to these guys, no. right? You didn't like, no. all right? Here, I can fix your situation, young man. Like, like, <laughs> let's bull, talk. I will bull. fix it because that's what I do. Like, just
0: shut the fuck up and say hi. Yeah, the say problem. hi. You it know, changes you know, the game, man. If I make eye contact, if I make eye contact, I instantly speak. It it doesn't make a damn who you are, where we're at. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I make eye contact, to you I speak, and and you'd be amazed at the amount of people that make yeah. eye contact and won't speak or yeah. are afraid of when you speak to them. Yeah. And I, and I'm like, that that was you know handshakes and eye contact, and you know let's get back to the basics in this deal. It's really funny you mentioned that because for two days for a week I got a big sign you know has my construction business on it, and for a, in a week two people called me for gas and they're like. You got gas? Well, I'm not there, but hey, please don't go on the property. you get shot. You know, my mom's, you know, she, if, but if you'll, if you're there when I get there, I got you some gas, you know? Yeah. And so it's raining one night and, uh, and I pull up to the gate and there's a guy walking and I'd say, you know, it's dark and I see, Hey man, just us get in the car. And, uh, and he says, I uh, said, so where are you going? He said, I'm going to Sonic. Well, he was going this way. There ain't no Sonic for 60 miles. And mm-hmm. you know, and dude was, he was mentally challenged. Uh, uh, he had some mental issues, you know, and so, you know, I instantly thought, you know, what did I get myself into? Because this is going to require some of my time. Yep. You know, I just looked at him. I told him, I said, you know, you know, I, I, when I get take that medicine, I get crazy too. I get it. You know? And we had a conversation and I said, you don't know where you want to go. And I said, he said, no. And I said, well, why don't I just take you to the shelter down the road? He said, that sounds good. Hmm. It's okay. And so i go back into town 20 miles. He said, I like that hat. Sit here. Did she take his hat with
1: you?
0: Yeah. I don't know. That guy had a really cool name. I can't remember. You know, and he was life had fractured him. You know, um, he was he didn't he didn't have a full good chance at it. You know, but it was a wonderful thing for me to be a part of. Not toot my own horn, but it gave me some of that weight, that value. You know, that replaces some of our failures and our endeavors. When we you know when we miss, we can replace that. With some of these genuine human touches and experiences, that makes it all worth it.
1: Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You only live once, man. This, this shit live. is not a practice run. You no. Know? No. This if you had a practice run, had you walked been away from, from that, that guy and been like, Ah, you know what? Next time, I'll take care of him. Next time, I'll talk to that guy.
0: Right. You know, you'd have been regretting the shit out of it, right? Right. I mean, and, and so, and, and a large part of that comes from. And I don't get everybody, but I still give people sure. money. I know they're junkies. Yeah. But, but a large part of that comes back from the law of reciprocity. And uh, and you know, I feel like I've had a good run. Yeah. You know, and so why not make it a better run? Absolutely. Why not? And for somebody else. Risk, and make it. Yeah. A why not, run why not risk a little bit? Why not push the button? You know, I mean, I, I mean, I can't tell you in the last year how many times I've said my this, and this is coin phrase. It's not. It's not if I do it. It's if I don't do it. And push the button. Hey, this this one deal means sink your battleship or float for a couple more days. Yeah, and push it. You know, and go through all this shit that we go through. God dang, I keep living. What am I thinking? Ain't sleeping. You know, and and love every moment of it. You know, because I I survived it. And people need to do that. They don't need to be pushing buttons that has no potential of growth. I mean, you know. Uh, you know, you, you don't need to be pushing, but I mean, I, ever, I love a good drink, love one. I, you know, I'll have one in the next show, but I don't need to be drinking a half gallon of whiskey every night. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and I don't need to be shooting no dope. I don't even need to, you know, you want to smoke some weed. Hey, go for it. You know, but if you want to you know, get into that hard stuff, you, that's not going to put anything in your life that yeah. enriches your life. Yeah. And they don't ever show you in the rap videos, the outcome of that lifestyle, which is, most likely, jails, institutions, and death. Yes. The song never ends that way. Absolutely. It's always talking about cooking crack, bubbling it up, throwing money. Yeah. That only goes on for a couple weeks, bro. Yep. When you become famous in that game, bam, they come knocking on your door. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if you're holding a pistol with some dope, you're going to the feds. Yeah. And then you're going to spend 10 years there. You know, you're gonna get you know, here's what you'll do at visitation if you're lucky enough to get close enough to your family, you'll be doing a bye bye at them every Mm. Sunday, as they kept you know. And so, I used to do that, that was my name. My name was, you know, they had given me a name, I had a name, it was 1172.99, it was tattooed on all my my clothes. But my daughter's name for me was bye bye, Mm. and so. You know, that's a tough gig too when you come back. this is one of the the things that's really it's not been a negative, but it's been it's been challenging. Coming home as a you know, as a parent and, and and not being a parent has thrown a big, big midriff between me and my daughter. And I think it'll I've had to choose, practice what I preach. Hey, it's your world, man. Go out there, get beat up. You know, because I know one of these days she'll say, Hey dad, I need you. Yeah. But you know, that was her main yeah. hang up when she testified in court, you know. Was that, you know, he came home a different man. He wanted to be my dad and I couldn't handle him. Hmm. You know, it was tough to swallow, man. But I'll take my day as the potential dad today over any day that I used to be when I was. Absolutely. To be my dad. I, yeah. I, wasn't a, I wasn't nobody. Yeah. Just a junkie. You know?
1: Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Jason, it's been good, man. Yeah. It's been real good. What? 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 Uh, where can people find you? If people want to get hold of you, they're fucking. They're on their edge of their seat. They want to work out. They want to fight now. They want yeah. to call you and talk to you. Um, <laughs> Man, they, you. They want all kinds of shit here, Jason. Well, get ready. Uh,
0: you got you, 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 you a lot can, of calls. You, hey, I, you know, I put my phone number on on my videos all the time. I, you know, I, I just you know I answer if I can. I, you know, I help a lot of people. My, you can go to Google and you can type in Jason with the felony. And that's the easiest way because I'm going to come up across the board, but I'm on TikTok and Instagram. I'm not really big on Instagram, big on TikTok, Facebook, Jason Scott Davis. Of course, our brand name is fluid English. Type that into Facebook. Uh, I write a, I try to write a week, a monthly or so blog piece about transformation. Uh, and of course I'm always available to do more shows and, you know, and and talk and do whatever. And I, and I'm totally, totally rep Arte and PJ and everybody at that, that, uh, you know, I'm a big, I'm a, Man, I, you know, once I sink my teeth into you, I'm on you. And so everybody I can get my teeth into, you know, they become a part of me. And if you become a part of me, that means that you mean something to me. And I gotta keep you alive because you're me. And that's the message. And that shows you know? that that absolutely shows when you meet you. Yeah, yeah. You got. You, we got to have it, I mean, We got. We can do this. This is not. A, this is not a. We're not at the end of the. We're not in the twelfth with the bell about to ring. But we're in the sixth. <laughs> you know. And, then, right. you know, and now and uh you know and, and it's getting it's getting old, you know, and yep. so uh it's time to grab your balls, you know, and and uh and, and ladies, uh, you know, do what you gotta do. And that's that, and that, you <laughs> know, whatever you got. <laughs> whatever you grab got whatever there. you got. How about that? Everybody, grab yep. whatever you got.
1: Take it with you. Know, you. Yeah, strong women, strong men. We need them. Absolutely. All right, Jason. Here's the big question I ask at the end of every podcast. Here's the big one. It's not right. it's not as deep as we've been going, dude. So you're, you're good. I, I think we've gotten that out of the way. All right. We are land life. Where's my hat? You saw my hat this weekend. Land yes. Life. Yes, absolutely. Buy and sell dirt and trees, man. If you, Love Jason, it. could buy land anywhere in the world, the entire world, where would it be and why?
0: I'd probably buy it over North Dakota. Yeah. Oh. With, Wait, with, like, with, no all one's land. ever said that. With, with, with all the mental rights mm-hmm. uh, and the fracking? Yeah. I, I, or you know, somewhere that has got an oil pump on it. You know, that's what I want. I, you know, we can visit those pretty places, but I want to live on something that's churning. You know, and uh, and uh, you know, and uh, that's kind of like cars. You like, I'd I, I love. We went, we stayed right next to the Lamborghini. i have never seen a Lamborghini. I don't think. You know. Yeah. And uh, and they're cool. And I like them, but I really like knuckle, knuckle, you know, knuckle, uh, knuckle trucks and and semis and and stuff that you know you make money with. You know, and uh, yeah. and so you know. Uh, uh, if it's got grease and needs grease and uh, that's kind of like what I like to drive and the same way with land uh, it'd be a damn shame to, have to pull up to you know four thousand square foot house with 16 uh, pumps and running in the yard drawing oil out of the ground uh, that'd be <laughs> all right with me. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna fit into a Lamborghini anyway dude. I don't think so either you know <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they made the cars they did I didn't and right next door was a was a you know I'd never seen a Bentley I seen my first yeah. Bentley at the vitamin store at Superstore. Uh, at something superstore, and uh, and I've seen one there, and I was like, that's really cool. And then they had a dealership there, and we made a, a video about uh, about uh, oh, the spies that looking over into you know the canna, you know, and, and the two come back and said, Yeah, you know, he said, You yeah, know, there's giants and all that, but they're so big our errors won't miss, you know, and yeah. everybody else is going, There's giants over there. He said, Well, that's good because you know, you can't miss them with the air, you know, and your life is so big right now. Where no whether you're at the stage with it, that if you'll just get an arrow out and aim it, you can hit
1: it. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Right on, Jason. Thank you so much, man.
0: Hey, man, it's been a pleasure. I love you, PJ. I love you too, brother. It's been it's been the awesome. Best man. of success. Yeah,
1: I, I feel I feel I feel the exact same way about you, and I can't wait to see one more podcast. And I can't wait. I can't wait to see where you go. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty big. You're gonna be on stage next to. Uh, as a guest I, I, speaker. I, it's
0: a dream, man, but i I'll tell you what, I don't ever, and I, this is one of the things I can say to you, and I know you hold it to me, I don't ever want to lose my spot. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want I don't, I to, don't, I always want to be Jason with a felony. I always want to be the guy that eats of Greens. You know, I always want to be the guy that sat down with the poor people. Yep. That, you know, I, you know that I don't ever want my, sh- you know, my shit stinks. Okay. And that's why I always want to be, you know, I, I yeah. had the big life. You know I've, I've had to be life and i did not know how to handle it you know and uh i uh, and and so coming back into this is like my second round of building you know I had a big successful business before a restaurant made the on magazines blah 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 and so here we are and you know success is important but if i'm going to have success i want to make sure that yeah. i am the example of the man that needs to have success yeah you know that can yeah. handle it
1: I think you got a lot of people to talk to a lot of people out there need to hear this shit. So right on guys
0: till next time. I'll see you on land life. The damn plot's been on me all day.